Welcome to the CoLab, the only podcast for business owners who are committed to growth through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Get ready to put your heads together to boost your business to the next level with your hosts, the ultimate team players, Megan Marsh and Andre Munar. Without any further ado, we'd like to welcome Kate Bradley Chernis. Hi, Kate. Hey there, Megan. Hey, Andre. How are you? Great. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's Tuesday in the middle of COVID craziness on the way to Thanksgiving. We were just talking about Thanksgiving and how, like, thank God we're not at the table with all the people with the opposing politics because it, like, it might yeah. actually break out <laughs> the fight this year, you know? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> no. Like, this Seriously. <laughs> Honestly, no. And and we we kind of started talking and um but we wanted to get on the air so everyone could hear. You know, Andre and I our main business is a mortgage company and nobody wants a mortgage. Everybody wants the house, but nobody wants the mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. And we went to this conference through um we're a broker and Gary V was there and he was talking about content, right? Oh, yeah, and I think um I think you know Gary as well, but he he started talking how you should be putting all this content out, that you should be putting at least 30 to 35 pieces out, and mortgage professionals don't do a lot of content. Um, Andre and I have always done a lot of content, and before learning about you, you hear Gary V say that, and it was like, oh my gosh, like how on earth do you put 30 pieces Mm -hmm. of content out? Like We can create podcasts, we can write one blog, we can win an award, but then we literally hired, hired a person who... All day. That's all they did was like tried to break down our content and do all this. Yeah. And then I heard a podcast with you on there, and I literally reached out to your business. And what I said to the sales guy we talked to after he walked me through your product, I said, "You need to hold on a second. I'm going to go run three laps around our building because <laughs> you literally just saved us an entire salary that we can now have do something else. Life changing." <laughs> That's amazing. Um, thank you so much. Was it Chris that you worked with, by the way? I think it was Chris. Yeah, yeah I think it was Chris. Which I, is so great. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a move, by the way, which anybody can steal and use for any other any kind of thing they're doing, which is he'll take a sip of coffee as the AI is working and then be like, you know, faster than a sip of coffee does whatever, which is just a great little tactic <laughs> to use in anything you're selling, you know, it doesn't really matter. But I like that because it's so personable, um, which is what all of this is really about, right? That's what Gary is about. Um, any content you're creating, sales, whether it's mortgages or hamburgers. <laughs> yes, yes. And so I'm excited for you to like tell the audience that we have, which is mainly service small business owners, what this does before they dig in and you know learn a little bit more about how, you know, what's going to make them run around their buildings. <laughs> you know, the thing that really caught me too was when I heard you, you know, I want you to share just a little bit about your story from, you know, where you were to starting this business, because you said in one of the, actually in both podcasts that I heard you on, that you and your dad had this conversation at one point when you were in your main career that some people just aren't made to work for other people and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, the I've always had to have somebody tell me a lot, even these days, what the situation is, because I, I might not see it. So at that point, I was in this tough place where um, 
I was actually crippled. My body was reacting so violently to the situation I was in and I wasn't listening, right? It's amazing how you don't listen. And then mm-hmm. b- finally your body starts to scream at you and it was like, well, I'm going to incapacitate you. So you have to listen mm-hmm. now, right? Stress, right? Stress does amazing things. It's amazing. And so finally I decided to listen. And so I, I made a, a move from one career to the other. Uh, or not careers, even same same business really, but just different. I went to a different company, and the same stuff was happening to me. And I was still, I was a miserable person. I was crying all the time, always talking about how much I hated my work because I really did, and I couldn't. I was doing the funny thing is, as I was, I had the wherewithal to try to do everything I could. I was seeking alternative care, anything really. Yeah. I um, was looking at different tools to help me, like technology, um, reading self-help books, like just trying to get out, but I hadn't really hit on the right thing yet. And my dad had it. <laughs> he was like, enough with you and your crazy ball of toxic- toxicity, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he shook me by the shoulders one day and said, you can't work for other people and there's no shame in that. Right. And I, and I I've, that. I've been, you know, I shared, I've been in that situation. I, I mean, as a, somebody brought millions into businesses, I've been fired and it's like, how, like, how does that happen? But I'm so happy owning my own business as I'm sure you are. And look at, you're just doing so well. Well, that's the frustrating thing too, is when you're checking all the boxes, you're like, I should be getting an A, A plus, 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 plus here. What the hell mm-hmm. is going on? You know? And it's not, honestly, it's not you. It is them, right? It is. The yeah, it is. Them. I, I like to say this is like, I'm a wild horse. And if you let me run, I'll, I'll win this goddamn race for you. But if you tether me, I'm just going to fall. I'm going to collapse. Yeah, and it's amazing. People will tether you. And so for anyone yeah. listening, if that ever, if that happens, like you need to start listening. And, you know, Kate, I'm sure we'll get into here how she went from this career she was in for a very long time to starting a business. You know, we're just, people are always interested in that part. Yeah, sure. So, so, so the career that I ran away from <laughs> was, um, was the music industry. So I was um, a rock and roll DJ for about a dozen years. My last gig was broadcasting to 20 million listeners a day for XM satellite radio. Yeah. It was so much fun. You know, it's funny, like once in a while I'll tell my co-founder Steve that I'm, I'm scared of, you know, being on stage or doing a demo or something. And he's like, um, talking to 20 million people, that's scary. And I'm like, <laughs> I would never do that now, actually. I still have DJ nightmares of like full silence and like not being able to get the song on on all that stuff. But what's what's interesting and, and thank you, universe, like when you're when you're in it, you can't see that the line, that the thread is all connecting, but I can now, right? So first of all, I would never um I would never not go through that life again. It's how I met my husband. I mean, I had amazing fun times. Right. Um, and we were talking about this before. I mean, radio is a culture of sexual harassment in a boys club. It is today and it always has been. Yep. It was so much so, Megan and Andre, that I actually didn't even know it was wrong. Um, it was normal. Like I was part of the sexual harassment. I participated in it because it just was totally normal. Um, but what bothered me amazingly enough was like I said, I, I wasn't getting credit for what I was doing. I was checking all the boxes. Like, right. Why, why am I not being validated here? And it made me so angry. Um, and so like, I just knew in my core that like something, you know, had to change. Yeah. And like, I'm, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a bull in the China closet. Like my bedside manner 
not smooth. <laughs> out the door. I hear you. Out the door. Yeah. Right there with you. That's right. And so like if I'm working with people where and that's totally fine. Some people you can't jive with that. But I just learned that, you know, if, if that those aren't my people, I I gotta move on. So um, you know, the the story about how I got from radio to lately was so my dad shook me by the shoulders. Thank you, dad. And then two other things happened in, in tandem. One, my now husband, then boyfriend, very thoughtful. He went right out to the bookstore, like the actual bookstore. <laughs> Not audible. <laughs> yeah, the actual bookstore. And he bought me um, Guy Kawasaki's Art of the Start, right? Classic mm-hmm. startup handbook. And I read it um, and I got to like page nine or something and it says, don't make a plan, just get started. So I was like, well, why do I need this book? I I tossed it aside um, and I was also reading The Secret, right? Remember that book? Uh, That's such a good book. Yeah. So the thing about that book, what was funny to me, like I... I thought I was, as I was reading, I was like, God, this is so corny. Like I wasn't really good at self-help. Like I, I was having a hard time just embracing that, you know, but I still, I knew I needed to change something. So I was plowing on and it got me to think of this, which was, I knew I used to smoke a lot and I was always talking about how much I hated everything and crying. And I read in the book, like something about just the positive thinking, I guess it was. And I remember that when I hit a line drive and playing softball, I felt really good in that moment. And in that moment, I didn't think I suck. I thought I I rule, right? So I I suddenly that clicked to me. I was like, okay, all I all I think right now is I suck. I talk about how much I suck. I just suck. Stop that, right? And so the next day, um, it was all in the same week. I met my first investors who gave me fifty thousand dollars to start my first company. That. That which is unreal, right? Wow. So, yeah. Talk about the book doing what it's supposed to, right? Yeah, it was so. And I wrote the checks out too, Andre. I wrote all the checks. I still have one. That's like Kate Bradley, yes. twenty five thousand dollars. I made my. Here's a great tip, people. I made my bank pin the salary that I wanted, so I was typing it in every day, right? Like, and I, oh yeah, that salary. <laughs> You're yes. bringing back memories because that book even says, you know, about relationships. Like, picture that person. You know, that that book is just so good, and I'm glad to hear that you put that into action, and and you know, it works. Yeah, and, manifest destiny. I mean, Gary yeah. Vee is all about that. And like, yes, there's corny stuff here. Let's let's yeah. be honest, right? Yep. But we're but there's something to be said about knowing what you want and um, visualizing. In fact, you know what's really cool? Sorry, we're going off piece a little bit. No, 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 no. that's okay. At the um, Olympics, the Winter Olympics, I guess last time I saw, I can't remember. I forget these names. I want to say Michaela, somebody cool. Um, she was, they were skiing. That was the women's solemn. Mm-hmm. And before they stay, when it's her turn, right before it's her turn, she sits there and you can see her, they're doing this and they're, she's practicing her moves because they've told her to visualize the ho- whole route. Yep. Right. Beforehand. And I was so, I was like, there it is. Like yep. they're not embarrassed. They're knowing that the cameras are on them and they're doing this because their coaches told them to do this. You did know, you do? Did you play cool. sports? Yeah, I was. Um, I was a goalkeeper. I was MVP. <laughs> soccer. <laughs> soccer. Did soccer. you? You played yeah. high school. Did you play college too? I played high school and college. Yeah, yeah. I was too busy smoking in college, so I left it after a little while. <laughs> and like the boys were tempting and all that, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> we actually uh, one of the interviews we did today was I played field hockey in college. So. Right. So. So yeah, and I think that for females too, that athlete's mentality really helps us when we get into the business world, right? Like at least get ourselves back grounded. 
Yeah, for sure. And especially, I think, I mean, so the good thing about, one thing I like about being a keeper, by the way, like I think it's the best position on the field because you can see the whole thing like a CEO, right? You're the, the buck stops with you yes. and you're really the one in control. I mean, if you're doing a good job, um, but I also love the daredevilness of it. I, my, so the thing that I was the best at was not jumping and not really not saving <laughs> like that. It was um, coming with, when there was a one-on-one, I had no problem just diving into those yes army of feet and grabbing the ball right my mom's like you gotta wear a mouth guard and I'm like no way Um, but I love I love that sense of I mean so so I was also a line cook all through high school and college and then radio um and then here startup life so these are all pirate (laughs) lifestyles of boys clubs by the way right (laughs) you know I mean going back to what you said though you wouldn't change anything that's happened to you Cause you're right. You know, I mean, same thing for me. I started in the restaurant industry and I learned so much from that, you know, that I I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at today without those things. And I, and one of the videos that we're going to be creating for our business that is a little off topic on the questions that we wanted to go over, but a lot of people when they're unhappy in a job, right. And they Mm -hmm. just, just like you were just like I was, they want to go start a business. And you said that you sat down with these investors and they invested in you. The things you did before, though, did it help you meet those people? Like we always say, yeah, you can start businesses with very little down, but then you need to have, I always say you need to have the skill, the results and the time for them to then believe in you. You can't just want to go start something that you have no experience in or nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's a couple things. When, right after I had met them, I met another woman, Rachel Bellows, um, related to Saul, grandchild, I think, who um, had asked me to list out the value of my network to her as an exercise. And I'd never looked at, I had amassed a large network of contacts from radio, right? And so before this moment, I thought of my contacts as um, A&R and and musicians, because that's what they mostly were. But I just, she asked me to look for new patterns. And so suddenly it became, I wrote it down. I remember they were I put it at the, at the high level, like um, alumni, friends, you know, friends and family, alumni, radio, whatever. But then when I went and looked at different patterns, I found um, innovators, intelligent mm-hmm. thinkers, self-motivated um, business owners. Like I was just trying to look at different things. And boy, that came in handy when I went to raise money. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, I've never heard of that. That's a yeah, great exercise. That's a great exercise. Yeah, it made me feel actually much more valuable as a human. Um, that there was this, I had access to a power that I didn't kind of realize, you know, um, because I knew how to leverage that from radio, right? So, so I learned this is a valuable sales skill, of course. Also, I knew how to make a, a listener a fan big difference, right? Because mm. fans evangelize you. And it's the same with customers. When you make customers fans, they work, you know, 30 times harder yeah. to get yeah. you new customers on their own, which is yes. what you want. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so sorry to wrap up the other story or kind of, um, so from, from radio. So here I was, I met these investors. They, they invested in me, as you said, Megan, like, because Mm -hmm. when you're starting something, nobody cares about your idea. They don't, don't kid yourselves, people. It doesn't matter. Um, because it's all fake. It's nothing that's going to be real for a while. Right. Um, but they're thinking about you and are you the kind of person who can be a leader, perform a company or, or create, you know, really lead the company and stick it out. Right. Cause there's going to be a million ups and downs. Um, yes. 
And so we started a a music-related company. And as I was marketing that, somebody else came along and said, hey, you're really good at marketing. Would you consult us? And we'll pay you a lot more money. And I was like, hell yes. Because the music (laughs) industry had just left a really bad taste in my mouth. And like, I was scared, by the way, because my whole identity had been wrapped up in this. And I thought if I left this, I'm not, I'm not Kate Bradley anymore. I don't get to say that I'm this cool thing, you know, right. mm-hmm. but this, a switch happened and it was like, um, I don't know. I just remember like suddenly I wasn't scared anymore. Like there's, I was just gonna make the switch and it was all gonna, all the goodness was going to come with me. And, and it did. Um, and so suddenly I was consulting Walmart. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, d- yeah. didn't, and I think I heard you say this and you had like a spreadsheet, right? Like you had a spreadsheet that you would use when you would do this consulting. And yeah, I will. So I came at that again. I didn't have a marketing background per se. And so remember, I had to rethink of what I had done. So I, I was a fiction writing major, which is hmm. handy in marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also had written hundreds and hundreds of commercials and had led the production okay. teams in my radio station. So I, I knew a lot about commercials. Um, and so, but I also had come from, so at XM, right, this was, you know, a dozen years ago, the cloud was a new idea. They had a whole room full of, literally a whole floor full of servers back then and a replica, at another, I think somewhere in Virginia. So it was a little bit of a different, you had, it was make your own cloud, right? right. Um, but we all had to access music um, in a way where the metadata and the, and the structure, the infrastructure of how it was organized affected um, our daily day, our, our work, right? Mm-hmm. So I understood the power of organization and doing it in a way where hundreds or thousands of people had to collaborate together in this space. And so the Walmart project was interesting because it was Walmart and all their franchises, Bank of America, all theirs, AT&T, all theirs, the IRS, United Way Worldwide, and all theirs, and National Disability Institute. So there were about um, tens of thousands of, of people involved here. Yeah. And I thought, wow, what a mess, bull in China closet. Like I had no decorum. I was like, you guys are a <laughs> hot, hot mess. mess. Hot mess. <laughs> yeah. And I went home and for my own head, I built a spreadsheet to kind of sort everything out. And the spreadsheet system that I developed ended up getting us 130% ROI year <laughs> over year for three years. That's wow. incredible. Which and, means it's also thanks. trackable, which means, yeah. I mean, and I think it all, this all came from your network. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah. Well, so that's, again, this is this idea of me even not knowing what I was doing. I didn't think, I didn't even know about the 130% ROI for a while. Like I had to have people tell me, do do you know that you did this? (laughs) Right. It's just that because, and you know why? It's not because I'm dumb or nice or naive. It's because it's a duh to me. Like, well, of course that's what I did. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And until somebody points it out or teaches you, you just don't know even what's right in front of you. Yeah. The, and the value of it. And that's the best part about being in a startup is, so one of the best tips someone ever gave me, and this is good for anyone in business, um, is to always look for the patterns, good patterns, bad patterns. What do you want to double down on? What do you need to eliminate? And if you start thinking about it that way, the way that I re-looked at my network, right? Um, you're going to see, you're going to be able, you're going to be more nimble. Number one, you can adjust quickly, um, but you're going to be able to grow, um, much quicker or, you know, have a hard, have the hard talk with yourself. <laughs> right. Much quicker. Yeah. No. So the patterns, the spreadsheet. And so then how did that lead to lately? 
Yes. So um, with with the Walmart project, I was, again, I didn't know. <laughs> and I was having, so a friend had, in, a mutual friend introduced me to Steve. Steve's my co-founder. Mm-hmm. And um, Steve is a serial entrepreneur and an investor. And he was a CTO, a, a tech guy. He came from okay. this, this world that was not my world at all. And he kept asking me about my spreadsheets because at this point I had an agency and I was using this system for all my clients and I found the same results and it didn't matter if it was a small business or a very large enterprise. They had the same problems and the problems, by the way, were really around content creation and um, unification of messaging, right? So you you guys know this, but it's have a Coke and a smile, not have a Coke and a grin. There's a reason. That's right. always the same thing, right? Um, so, consi- and here is the reason, just so everybody knows. So, the number one reason for loss of sales is lack of customer trust. And you can mm-hmm. you can get the lack of customer trust by confusing customers. So that's why <laughs> same messaging is so important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the easiest way to do that. So, so I was looking at that, and I saw also that writing was just something people hated doing. The, the top retailer in the world was bad. Yeah. Bad at writing. It's a chore. It's not a, it's not a, it's a chore. Yeah. It's like some people it's math, some people it's writing or, you know, whatever it is, but I like writing and I'm good at it. So I was like, this is interesting. And then I saw that the content we were writing was usually tossed away. Like we'd put all this effort, like I would spend four hours writing a blog and then maybe it would land on a website somewhere or maybe someone would write one social post, check out this blog. You know, just what the hell was that? So that's not a pet peeve of yours. Check out. That's a huge pet peeve. <laughs> yeah, I hate that, that that verb, right? Because there's no there's it's a vapid call to action with nothing behind it. So I started thinking, well, let's kill a million birds with one stone and um, let's create a way for the content that is being is being creative. So they're paying a lot of money for all kinds of people across this whole project to create all this content. Let's look at the text, find each sentence in there that is compelling, like a taste test. You know, when you go to Costco and you taste before you buy, same right. idea. So like, because, because to your point, check out my blog doesn't tell you anything about What's about behind it. it? What's the value is, right? Or yes. even the title, like interview with Kate Bradley Churn as of lately. Who cares? Nobody knows who I am or what lately is, right? So what's the value? You know, um, spend $2 and be beautiful for life. Okay, that sounds good, right? <laughs> That's Whatever. a great point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So getting to that. Um, and again, this is about the trust, right? So like check out my blog. There's nothing. You're making it a mystery to me. That's a risk for me to click that. But if you're going to tell me what I'm going to get by clicking it right away, you know, yes. now you got your authority. Sell me some more sh- stuff. Um, so, so when I met Steve, he he'd asked me all about the spreadsheets, and he kept asking me. He was harassing me. I was like, dude, what is it with you and my spreadsheets? Like, get off these. And he's like, well, all we need is twenty five thousand dollars. We can automate your spreadsheets and make wireframes. And I was like, okay, hold. First of all, don't touch my spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Yes. Second, $25,000. Remember, I was a line cook and a radio DJ. I worked my whole life for $25,000. And I, I only had it from the Walmart project, frankly. And we were buying our first house, which was a big deal. you know. So I was like, yeah. get out of here. And then I didn't know what a wireframe was. He was using words that I had never heard of before. Yes. And um, he was annoying me. And so anyways, he took the $25,000 out of his own pocket built the wireframes, brought over Jason, my other co-founder, 
one Sunday night at eight o'clock, I was so annoyed because I was like, I'm listen, I'm a, I'm a glass of wine in here, people. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, but then they showed me and I understood because he was like, why don't we just push a button so that everybody can do what you did for Walmart and then we can make a lot of money. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, good. and that's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, and I wanted to really dig in on this before we got into exactly what Lately does, which we're going to, because I think a lot of people like see a problem, right? And they know that there's a solution, but they don't know like who to go to or where to go or like any of that. And so I really wanted to understand the whole connection between all those pieces so that people can start understanding where they can start connecting to have to create their businesses. Yeah. Yeah. I think the moral of that story is right. It's like, I'm, I'm making it sound a little bit accidental, which of course it is, you know, but the yeah. other thing was I was putting it out there. Right. So mm -hmm. like, I, like I said, I don't, I'm bull in China closet, no edit. So I just talk about what I feel and did to all these people with the person who introduced me to Steve to Walmart, you know, so there's definitely something to be said about um, just, <laughs> vomiting it out there you know? right <laughs> yeah it's almost like all of your experiences and everything you've gone through have brought you here because I think a lot of people look at people like you or me and Megan and you know you're already at this stage of success, success and they go wow they just woke up there one day and, <laughs> yeah, right no you know no <laughs> it happened in some way shape or form whether you already had it in you or whether it was some type of passion or some type of knowledge or some type of skill that you've already acquired through the years and then you were able to monetize it so um, but through other you. people and that so the collab is collaboration like you can't like we just strongly feel like we had our own businesses join forces same thing with you you have to find these other people yeah to make it happen you yeah. do that's the and that's the hardest thing by the way people are always asking like how do you find the right team and i mean that is a little bit kismet but again putting it out there and because the team is everything i know you guys must know this like i can't do it without mine i mean yeah. i fall down on my face i get punched in the face 50 times a day like <laughs> no human can withstand that. I need a team of people to like literally lift me up. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, it's I'm glad that you said that because it, it's very true. You know, as business owners or as people, as the face, we get punched, you know, 50 times a day and you really can't do it by yourself at some point in time. You know, you've got to bring on other people to help take that, that, uh, that stress off of you. Yeah. And it's not only the, the, the work, but also as you're, you know, you're underscoring, it's the, the mental part, you know, I mean, yeah. I, um, I, I mean, I cry a lot. <laughs> I have, and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I certainly swear a lot also, um, but there's validation in knowing that there's, there's no one in my life. My husband would be the closest and not because I tell him, but because he's downstairs and he can hear me, um, <laughs> who knows what I'm doing here. Like, it's very hard to explain to friends and family, like what, what this is. Yeah. Um, but my team knows, they know firsthand all the things. Right. And so I feel, um, safety, safety. I f and my loyalty, by the way, is to them above everybody. Like, yeah. honestly, it's like goes team, um, goes team customers <laughs> it has to family 
investors, friends. Is that pretty much how it goes? <laughs> we understand that. No, yeah. we're, this, we definitely we're in the same that. boat. I mean, you, you have to put your people first because then they can feel that. And that's what they put out into the world and the customers they're serving. Yeah. And it's because just like you guys, I mean, we, we know we've got a tiger by the tail. We believe in what we're doing um, and we want to do this more than anything else. And that has to be the case because you're like, you have to be, uh, how do I say this? It's not like you might get punched in the face. It's that you will get punched in the face 50 times a day, yes. not once. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, I always say this one, but like in, in my day to day, I've got like about 50 houses on fire all day, every day. Now, tomorrow, I'll probably put out two today, or maybe I'll only be able to like douse water on the attics of six of them, right? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know how you could have any fires. Honestly, <laughs> your product is so amazing, honestly, because Dre and I were in the same boat. Like, we started recording this podcast last year, mm-hmm. and we were putting all this energy into this podcast. And in our mortgage company, which is separate, we do blog, you know, we have blogs that we write, like our whole team writes them. Wow. And I mean, it has been insane. That's how we've grown is we get leads left and right because of all this content, but we weren't even putting it out like we are now. And, you know, I'll let you share a little bit more about like, how does lately help small businesses, big businesses? Like, how can it help them? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the idea is, is you're already touching on it, which is to make us give the small business the army they need and to, for customers that already have the army for a big, bigger business, um, help them do it a lot easier and, and cheaper. Right. So I'm bad at this. So you guys can help, but essentially what lately does is we take, there's two things. We take long form content like a podcast or a blog or a newsletter, chapters of a book, any kind of video you can think about, um, you push a button and the AI will instantly turn it into hundreds of social posts that are in your voice already, right? But like, what it does- Anybody listening, sorry to interrupt, literally go to the website and try this with something. Like you have, <laughs> you have to go try it. This is what had me geeking out. <laughs> yeah, you can literally just paste a link in and push a button and then it just goes boom, you know? But the, the magic, which is we're- the real magic happens is behind the scenes. So when you connect your social account to Lately, any social accounts or all of them, our AI instantly analyzes everything you've ever published and looks for the stuff that's had the best engagement. And it builds a writing model off what it knows your customers love. And it updates all the time. So it's always learning it in real time. And so the posts that it creates, they're not just random. They're the Mm. ones that are the best right? So this works like Netflix, you guys, right? Um, so you guys all watch Netflix? Everybody? Yes. Yeah, okay. yes. We got, we got it. The crown is back. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so with Netflix, so they learned what we all wanted to watch. Remember with the CDs and all that origami packaging. And then they use that data to start feeding you more content. Okay. You like these shows based on what our algorithms are learned. And then they got really smart and they said, okay, well now we know what everybody Mm -hmm. wants to watch. We're going to create original content. That's the most watched on the whole platform is why people buy Netflix now is for the crown, et cetera. Right. And that's what lately is doing as well. So we're, we're, we're in phase two, but the crown part is actually happening, um, in private beta. Like you you guys don't see this, (laughs) Um, but it's really important because what customers care about, there's nothing more important than that, is knowing what your customer cares about. Trust, 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 right? And why 
guess when you can use AI that knows. No, you're yeah. you're right. right, and I and I think a good point too would be for anyone listening that it, one thing I see a lot, which we we have company social media sites, our website, and that's where everything's driven because we didn't want our business to be, be about us, right? We wanted to build this business, but a lot of people they still post on their personal pages. Like, what would you say to them about that? Well, so you can do both. I mean, what I like to think of is when you're, so think of Gary. Great, Gary's a great example. He sells the magazine and he's also on the cover. And that, in okay. fact, are his words. Um, so it's like me, I'm on the cover of my own magazine because I know that at this stage, I'm the one who has to sell it. Like when mm. you're small, the best way to win is through you. care and customer and personal, all that. But you have to put your voice on it. So that's the thing. Like, if you're going to be like me, 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 <laughs> which is fine, the yeah. me, me, me has to be of value, right? And relatable. So you have to put your human, you know, mind on it and figure out how you can twist it just a little bit. I just did a writing class on this today. Um, so like anything can be made to be relevant to you um, and then relevant to others. Um, we were t we were doing Turkey Day Thanksgiving tips. So we took a video, we auto-generated it. We got like... 40 social posts from this girl, some of this awesome woman's turkey day tips, right? Mm -hmm. And we then went in and just spun them a little bit. Like I was, well, let's, let's pretend, not even pretend, but let's, let's make these tips applicable to right now. I don't know why the whole world is pretending that Thanksgiving is happening normally, but it's not. So let's <laughs> talk about pre preparing a Thanksgiving dinner for two, which is pretty much what the world is doing right now. Or a know? virtual Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Or virtual. Like, let's just be real about this. So we like respun it, but we used, and I'm just gonna give you guys an example. So I was looking for a word um, about, I was like, okay, how, here's the good news. Like you're, you know, you're not going to get fat this Thanksgiving probably. You got less food on the table. <laughs> and so it was like, you know, fat might be offensive to people. So someone said bloated. I'm like, that's good. I'm like, how about, um, my, my waistband, you know, is my waistband going to explode or something like that. Yeah. And so I chose that phrase. It's longer, whatever I said, but something about my waistband, um, because it's more relatable. There's not a woman I don't know, no matter how skinny she is, who thinks about her weight every day, because that's the deal. So it's, it's con you trust me now, right? You're probably smiling, hopefully a little bit. Yes. And my whole goal, there's an objective always. There's an objective with the handshake. There's an objective with the email, with the social media post, right? And like in social media, there's only two. It's reshare or click, right? Yes. <laughs> and so I, I'm thinking about all these things as we're writing it to make you do what I want you to do, which is yeah. the mm -hmm. whole, I mean, yep. let's be frank people, yes. right? Yeah. 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 And, and we see that a lot in our industry, not mortgage, but let's say real estate agents, they'll post a house that they've sold, just sold, right? And, yeah. And we say that all the time. We're like, that does nothing for somebody who is looking for a house. Right. You need to talk about why, like what your value, this is back to check it out, right? Check out where's the value behind that. So like, um, I'd have to think about this a little bit more, but you know, if, and you would know better than me, cause this is your guys' business, but like, what is it that makes you stand out and other people, do they come to you because of your, of the low interest rate? Maybe. Do they come back to you again and again, because they trusted you? That, that's why I go to my, my lady moved from my one bank, the pig I had my first loan at to another one. And I went with her because like, I trust her. Yeah. She's going to tell me, she's going to call me and tell me when the rates are lower. You know, I don't have to look every week. You're absolutely that kind of thing. right. Especially in our industries, financial industries where it's very personalized, it's complex. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, the average age is, is, is older, let's say, and people aren't 
they don't know about this stuff. So we're really excited, you know, to have you on here because we want people in our industry to start that. That's how they're going to, they're going to build their businesses through, through late. Yeah. And that, by the way, the most important thing there is like, whatever you're selling, people buy from humans. And so you got, you got to let them know that like, Hey man, like I, this is not exactly what I mean, but like I got mouths to feed, right? <laughs> right. That's just the easiest way of saying, I'm just like you. I want the same stuff you do out of life. Let's yeah. not, let's not run around this. We're, I'm here to sell you something. You're here to buy, but here's something. This is why the weather is the best thing ever. I always say this, like everyone thinks talking about the weather is cheesy. It is not. We talked about it. The first thing we talked, we got on today, right? Because yeah. it's a great leveler. It lets me know we all exist on the same planet, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so important to do that. Um, and also you don't have to talk about politics. Weather is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to borrow sugar from my neighbor. I know how she votes. <laughs> That's my hilarious. Neighbor, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> um, you know, Kate, one question I did have for you is, uh, can you tell us about a client that impacted you and validated the work that you're doing? Um, you know, can you just give us a, a good success story from the product that you have? I know for us it's already worked, but um, I definitely want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear another story. Um, well, thank you both so much, by the way. Um, so that would be Gary V, of course. But I'm, oh, shut yeah. up! Yeah, Gary V uses it. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so um, he needs to say that when he goes to conferences. I mean, I've shot, shoot him a little message here because he was at our conference and was like, put out thirty a day. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is new, and I can tell you how, how it happened. But um, so so Gary V is Gary Vaynerchuk. Everybody is amazing human. Um, and what what we do for Gary? So Gary launched recently um a Twitter channel. It's called Gary V TV. It's mm-hmm. fueled one hundred percent by lately, nothing else. And we're getting him. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Here's a hold on to your yoga pants. Are you ready? <laughs> we're getting him a twelve thousand percent increase in engagement. What? Gary V. Yeah, Gary V. And I'll tell you why. Um, because Gary has a ton of content to unlock. The unlock is so big, yeah. right? So he's feeding yeah. the AI brain a lot. So it's learning. It gets smarter and smarter. Mm. Um, and he's using it as a farm. So the content that does well on that channel, they take it and then they repurpose it on his other channels. Okay. Right? That's am- That's so smart. And maybe, so smart. and maybe you would even know this because, you know, Gary, you know, like we wrote, we made content, but I guess one more, I like to really talk about actionable steps for people listening. Sure. If they're not creating content, what is the easiest way for someone who doesn't naturally create content? Is there like, would you give them like just one tip? If you could think of one tip on how to start doing something. Yeah. So you could do what I do, which is I don't have time to create content, even though I can do it because I'm busy doing this other CEO job. (laughs) (laughs) I do a lot of interviews like this right now. So after this, Mm. I'm going to ask you for the hard file of this. I used to do this manually, right? I'm going to push a button. Lately's going to transcribe the text of this. If I had it together, which I don't because like, you know, Schumacher has no shoes. I would then (laughs) take the transcription and put it on my blog. (laughs) <laughs> first of all. So I'd have a blog and then, uh, and thank you and tag you or something like that. Awesome. And, and then I would take, so, so lately, and, and I didn't do this, right? So lately's going to break this out into all those video clips, right? So I can post them over time. And let me talk that through everybody's right. So what lately's going to do is it's going to look at the transcription, analyze it for what the words are going to reflect both best with my audience, pull out the headlines, 
match up the video with every headline of every cool thing you and I say here today. And then if I got a hundred social posts out of this, I'm going to publish like two a week for the next 50 weeks, because this is legacy content. We are, we are as marketers, we're marketing differently. Now we don't give us rats about the, in the now and the promo and the, that's old. If you're thinking that way, it's old. It's about the after the fact. How do people digest it later? So yes. make content for the later, right? So that's mm -hmm. what we're doing. Now, cu customers who do this, normal people, not Gary Vee, they see an average 140 to 280% increase in engagement. And there's two reasons. One, the AI is smart. I AF, right? It learns what your customers <laughs> care about, right? <laughs> Um, in fact, we use only lately to market lately, nothing else, nothing mm. else, no cold calls, no emails, um, wow. no code. And we have a 98% sales conversion. I'm not kidding. 98%, right? Because the AI are as smart as AF. And um, we consider our customers who like, comment, and share our AI content as warm leads because they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're it's just, just coming oh, to you. And your price, I, th I thought it was right? going to be so much more too than it was. Like, just so anybody listening, like, you have to go check this out because it's so reasonably priced for what it does. Like, I would have thought, I'm just being honest, that for an account, it would have been over a $1,000 a month. Yeah. I mean, certainly my investors are like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. We got it's two accounts, I think, because of that, because it's so valuable. That's what we want too, because I really, this is where my heart, like the, we met through Phil, Phil Treadwell, who's a friend, you know, and a, a mutual, you know, business peer. Yep. Um, but there's no reason that if you can, I used to say it like this, but if you can make it, sell it and ship it on your own, why can't you market it on your own? Right. And that's yeah. like, you know, mm -hmm. silly, but um, marketing is very complicated, right? <laughs> there's oh, no yeah. doubt about it. Right. And I really, it gets, I think, I mean, Gary is preaching all the time what people should do. There's no way you can do what Gary wants you to do unless you have an army or lately. Exactly. That, I mean, that's it. That, that's absolutely it. And that's why for any small business owners, I don't care if you're a solopreneur, if you just have a few people, like if you're doing nothing, literally just start with lately and creating one piece of content. That's it. Just, just one a week. That's all. Yeah, and, and thinking about the mindset you've been talking about, like what you guys are have gotten to is like this is a new idea. So congratulations. Like it's super cutting edge to think about your content in this way and mm -hmm. to start thinking about all the content. So I I love everything in front of you. I always say this to my team. It's always right in front of us. It's always right in front of us. We'll be sitting here like a blank wall yeah. trying to figure something out. And I'm like, it's, we've done this before because yeah. we have between us somewhere. Right. You know? And so I think about all the things that are in front of us. How can we better use them constantly? Right. Because like we're, I mean, this is what we're all trying to figure out. That's why PR is a great thing. I mean, how often has somebody written an article? Oh, gay, we're in Forbes today. And like, so what? <laughs> right. So why well, not write 40 <laughs> social posts about it? Every sentence is awesome. You know, yeah. same, same idea. Um, anyways, so sorry for the shameless lately. No, no that's I'm amazing. I, I mean, I, I, we love it. And something that you keep coming back to, Doug, can people see us on this podcast? <laughs> of course. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This awesome little puppy just joined. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you see his tongue sticking out? Yes. Cute patoo. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> just, um, Andre just kissed him. So sweet. <laughs> that's Bogota. <laughs> Bogota? Yes. Cool. 
Um, Kate, something that you keep coming back to that I think is important is you keep talking about, you know, what the customer wants to see, what the customer needs, because so many times we put out there, like Megan was saying, oh, well, I sold a house. Mm. Well, the customer's like, okay, that's great. You know, and so something that, you know, this uh, lately is doing for us is putting, taking our content, taking out little things that it feels is valuable for our, our customers, because if it were up to us as business owners, as people who call it successful, we feel like we always want to be the face or we want to talk about us. But in reality, what's getting you the customers is, you know, how that customer relates to your content or how that customer envisions themselves in your content. And, you know, that's what make your, makes your customers want to click or share or like. And so, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure that our listeners hear that, that it's about what the customers want. And so it lately gets that opportunity to look over all of your content and see what your customers want, need, um, or maybe they don't know what they want yet, but it's putting it out there for you, you know, versus you sitting there trying to create, a, some type of content, you know? Um, so I, that was really key for me that I'm listening to. Well, that's cool. So you touched on something really important by the way, um, which is the putting people in your shoes, right? How do you get the customer to do that? And one way, by the way, is to use the Royal we, that's one way we, 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 or, um, you specifically. So like, you know, how does, how, how would you feel, if you had a painless mortgage process where you could totally trust someone like it was your best friend, right? I'm just oh my that's gosh. So good. Eric, I wish I had just heard that. <laughs> that's so it's good. Great. It's great. But you get it. It's the you, right? So, and, and this is one thing that a lot of people are scared about AI, which is totally legit. So you guys know this, like we're, we're into hand in hand, human and, and AI together. And so every social post that lately produces for you, you should go and edit it and like tweak that little voice a little bit because mm. it A, the AI will start to learn your voice better, <laughs> number one. So you okay. want to help. Um, but two, that tweak, like, so, so you were just saying, Andre, your blog could have been written differently, but you can, as a human, you can go in and change that I to you, right? Mm-hmm. Or I to we. Right. And then it, it just turns it around. It gives that trust. We're talking about trust. I'm going to come back to trust every time. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. The likability, the relatability, yeah. you know, um, kind of all that stuff. So it's a great tip. It is. That's a awesome really good tip. tip. And yeah. I, th- I as think as soon as you said you, I was like, wait, that's me. It's you, right? Yeah. It's, it's a sneaky trick. Yes. I mean, really. It's that member choose your own adventures. That's why they worked so well. That's why people were, it was such a novel idea. Yeah. It's like the second person, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's, I mean, and, and I, and for anybody listening to, uh, Kate sent us a, uh, uh, we'll have it in the show notes. It's like a downloadable, you know, she oh, yeah. talked, yes. Tell me if you want to share a little bit just about that. The writer's uh, tip. Yes. What is that? That tip is in there by the way. So it is. Yeah. Cause what we found was, so this is the hard part, right? So it's with marketing, <laughs> More marketing requires work, people. You can't just like set it and forget it. I mean, you know, I always think about like people are like, well, why not? I'm like, well, when you sit down and use QuickBooks, you don't like expect QuickBooks to do it all for you. Like you have to have a little role here, you know? Um, so but your example, just so you know, our old accountants used to have yes. somebody come in and they'd take our Amex bill, which probably had 500 transactions a month and she would manually enter it. And they were charging us. We found a new accountant who imports it Import. in, in 10 seconds, yeah. puts all the transactions in. That's the difference with lately with your marketing. It's that's right. Of, like yeah. 
the busy work you automate, but the heart, the the human work, <laughs> right? The human, right? So what we do, what I found with our customers is that even that human element, people have a hard time. They have a hard time finding the value in the in the sentence, or 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 even they think themselves as boring, which is so such a bummer. Um, and they have a hard time pulling out what's what's interesting or highlighting what's interesting. Like we were just you know kind of spitballing. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, I decided we started giving this free course. We do it once a month called Kaylee's Writing Rules. I'm I'm Kaylee from Lately, and it's a master's copywriting class. Um, we call it the the rules you the copywriting rules you wish you learned in college. And the reason we taught this is because so um, companies waste four billion with a B dollars. No, four hundred billion. Excuse me. Holy four hundred billion dollars. Yeah, in the U.S. alone on bad copywriting. Now, that's not only external, so that means sales and marketing message that's crap, but it also means internal, like how you talk to each other, how much time are your engineers wasting because they, you know, are engineers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Analyzing. Everywhere. So accounting, HR, product, customer Mm -hmm. service, it doesn't really matter. But when your entire company is on message internally, um, that's when the customers trust you and aren't confused and all the things. So, so it really affects sales. So, so cu- companies right now spend $3.1 billion on remedial writing training, remedial writing, because we're a country of dumbasses. Oh, yeah, no, I believe right? it. Yeah, totally. So this is why it's so important. This is about communicating. It's about trust, all these things. So I give this class um, once a month, and we will auto-generate text from a video and I'll pop in and do exactly what you said, but then walk people through every little word I tweaked and why and how to do it themselves. Um, And you guys, anybody can join. You don't have to be a customer of lately. It's, it's fun. And it's interesting too, just to, again, see what people, (laughs) what is so easy for me or you or anybody, whatever you're good at. Is, right. is the mystery to other people. And it's always that case, right? You know? Yeah. Um, and by the way, you guys, so the whole zigzag thing, radio totally plays into this. So um, I love the theater of the mind. I love the fact that when you're listening to something, you have to do work to participate in it. It's like reading a book, right? There's right. you are a character, just the way your mind imagines how people look, etc. cetera. Um, and so when you listen to music, the neuroscience of listening to music tells us that your brain must categorize every single song you've ever heard, must access it in order to um, then put the song it's listening to right now into that library. So like, that's a whole lot of memory. It's got to instantly access, Mm. which means nostalgia is by default tied into listening. It's why you feel so much from music. Now your voice is a frequency. It's a, it's a note, same way. Right. So I think a lot about, this and how when you read text in your mind you hear a voice in your mind you do right mm-hmm. yes and so a lot of the writing that we do i by the way to pick up on this so it's all connected um is about this theater of the mind and creating a place where no matter what medium you're using whether it's social media or the microphone that the Per- perceived one-way street, I have the mic and I'm pushing content at you, is actually a two-way street where you at least feel the customer, the listener, mm. feel as though they have a role in the conversation, right? That's and trust. That's important. And how people feel, that's, important. that's what they remember. 
That's what they remember. Yeah. And that's your job every day. Again, this is back to, to selling a mortgage. Like you, you're in the cat seat. <laughs> I feel dumb. I don't know anything about these numbers. Right. Help me, God. <laughs> Help me. Yeah. Yeah. You're that safety, that safety point, right? No, that's, that's awesome. And so I guess kind of to wrap this up, because I could keep talking about this forever and poor Andre, who's <laughs> not the bull in the China shop, you and I are. So I'm surprised he even got a word in here. Good job, Andre. This episode. <laughs> but just to wrap things up, what, you know, what's that, what is the one thing you would want a small business owner listening to take away after listening to this episode? Like, what is that takeaway, that one little step and besides our show notes where they can find you? I think the most important thing with marketing and social media specifically is just to do one thing well. You don't have to do everything. You don't have to be Gary Vee. That's okay. You don't have to be on every channel. Just pick one. Even if it's a newsletter, I don't care. And just make that your thing. Learn how that works. Because the good news is they're all kind of the same. Don't tell anybody. That's the biggest secret, right? So um, if you, if you realize what works in one place, mm. you can almost always translate it somewhere else. You might have to twist it a little bit. The knowledge that you're going to gain is infinite and you don't have to stress out about that. You know, yeah. we were saying that today cause we were looking at content types. We we're like, what's a white paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which means we Interesting don't Interesting term. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't mess around with white papers right now. You know, yeah. and <laughs> she's like, don't mess around no, with white paper. And- for anyone listening and for you, Kate, thank you so much for sharing this stuff. We will put all this stuff in the show notes, but um, if you, you know, where can they find, what's the website, where can they follow and, and just see, I, they, you have to, anyone listening, you have to go and try this. It's a must. You have to. Game changer. Um, well, thanks. We're, you know, we're a really friendly group and we treat, as you guys know, we treat every customer um, small or large as though they're Coca-Cola, like the biggest customer we, we could ever dream of having. I mean, I'm, there's probably bigger ones, but I'm, I haven't had a Coke in like two years. I'm really thinking about it today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we, and we do that for a reason. It's not accidental, you know, um, but we're, we're nice folks. You can, anybody can email me, Kate at trylately.com or Kate at lately.ai. We're changing our brain right now. You can find us in all the places lately AI or lately.ai online. And, um, we love to learn from people. I mean, that's what this is all about. Um, by the way, that's that's the other hot tip for small businesses. Like, if you're not learning, you're not growing. So, just yeah. remember, make a jump on your monthly uh, your monthly class. Any of that. I mean, I yeah. just think I just think yeah. what you're doing is awesome. We think you're awesome. Thank you I for you. your yes, product and and for joining us today. Thank you so much for hanging out today. It's been really awesome getting to know. Hey, collaborators. I just wanted to say I appreciate any and all of you out there who have joined Andre and I on this journey and sharing just the lessons and the people we've met along the way. And it would mean the world to us if you would hit that subscribe button, leave us a review, and more than anything, getting some feedback from any of you that are starting a business. If you have a business and you have questions or needs or a specialty you want to share, You can reach out to us on our website at thecolablife.com and our Instagram handle as well, The Colab Life. You can also find us on Facebook or YouTube at The Colab. And you can email us at hello at thecolablife.com. Thanks again for joining us and stay tuned next week.